Hey everybody, welcome to a, an episode of Raw Recap with Chrissy, one of my co-hosts for Raw. She is our expert in all things Raw and also our resident Jamaican. Welcome back. Hey, hey, everybody. I'm well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. I'm excited to hear from you. You had a good weekend? Yes, I did. How about you? Yeah, heck yeah. The Orioles beat the Yankees. That's always a good thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. As long as we can uh, curb stomp the Yankees, I'm always happy. So let's hop into another type of curb stomping via pro wrestling. Had a stacked card, some stops, some starts. A lot of things going on. We're going to hop right into it for this week's Raw. We're going to start with, we had the Usos, Sami Zayn, and the Street Profits and Riddle. What are your thoughts about this match and everything? So, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good match. Of course, when you have the Street Profits in there, you got a lot of high-flying moves from Montez Ford, which is always great to watch. It did start off a little bit, you know, rocky with the distracted and angry riddle. But in the end, it kind of came uh, together a little, despite the Usos walking out on Tammy Zane. Um, but, I mean, I enjoyed it. But I will say, honestly, I'm kind of waiting for Riddle to turn heel because I feel like he would be a great heel. Him speaking on the mic, um, throwing his promo out there, I can actually see him, you know, with a little bit more experience and everything, I can actually see him turning a great heel once he decides to, you know, change mm-hmm. his whole persona. Mm-hmm. I can I can actually see that yeah. going over pretty well. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, uh, it was interesting to see Riddle get a promo to start the match. Typically, you know, Riddle does still have challenges with his his word, his overall presentation. And, and, you know, uh, it's something he's going to continue to practice that. And I think that's the theme for today's uh, Raw, uh, this week's Raw, is that they're giving people opportunities to talk who could traditionally you wouldn't expect them to be great talkers, but they're giving them an opportunity to try. And um, instead of just trying to mask him. So hopefully Riddle does get better. I I thought that was interesting for him to open. Um, I loved how the crowd showed love to Riddle. Um, Riddle's star power is very apparent. Uh, As I watched him in the ring, I I see superstar in him. I see future champion possibly in the next two to three years, three, four years, you know. Um, I agree. mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Montez, his athleticism, again, I mean, it always goes without saying. Sometimes we, we, we don't always appreciate the type of athleticism that Montez has. But this dude leaping from the top ropes into the uh, guys on the outside, that was, first of all, he- hella dangerous. But it just, his explosion is crazy. Yeah, especially for a tall guy. Yeah, like 6'1 <laughs> plus. Yeah. And then, and, and then Riddle getting the pin, which was crazy. So they, they're really making sure that Riddle is over here. Yeah, they're yeah they're still yeah true. And what did you think about you know the promo the um and them paying homage to Orton at the end? Um, do you think there will be um an RK Bro still, or do you think that's over now that they lost the uh, titles to the Usos? I think they're trying to condition us to be okay with them being separate. Um, and and this is a way to do it uh, by letting uh you know 
they're trying to elevate at the end of the day riddle right and him yeah. getting the pin um you know if, you, if you're trying to get him over is the best way to do it and slowly but surely maybe i don't know if it'll be a rivalry but maybe it's just like they'll slowly but surely we'll see less than less than them as a tag team he did harken back to um you know randy by doing some of his moves so we'll see i mean I, either way i think they could help the singles division so uh but it's also interesting to see that the Usos just left Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn hanging as well. Um, the way that they just let him lose, you know, it was interesting yeah. as well. So we're going to hop over to Damian Priest. Okay. And Rhea Ripley and AJ Styles and Liv Morgan. And we had <laughs> the group. Well, first of all, we had a promo too of Almighty talking about uh, Bobby, Bobby Lashley doing the Almighty Challenge. And um, I don't, it, WWE does some weird wording sometimes when they create new names or personas for wrestlers. So this whole thing with the Nigerian giant, uh, yeah. I think it's, it's kind of hilarious. It's very WWE. And in a little way, it's kind of annoying, but it's like, okay, we get it. He's a Nigerian giant, but it's like very WWE-ish. What do you think about um, that part? You know, we, mm-hmm. before, let me cut you off. Another weird thing that they do, I don't know if I'm the only one who picks up on this, but I just kind of realized this the other night is like every time, especially when they're starting off like the promo, like the first person who opens up the show, they always say, welcome to Monday Night Raw. Like they have to state the name. Mm-hmm. Does Do other like wrestling companies do this? Does, I mean, I haven't watched AEW like full, like from the beginning to the end. Do they be like, you know, welcome to AEW? Like, do they do that? Yeah, it's something they always do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know. I just think it's weird because I'm like, we know what we're watching. <laughs> yeah, the hope is, I guess they're trying to get different people in. You know what I mean? Um, mm. And maybe just a broadcasting thing. But yeah, okay. um, what was your thought about the, um, the Nigerian giant wording? Um, <laughs> I mean, I kind of just overlooked it because that's typical. Um, you know, WWE is you as you say. Um, if they don't have a name like that, they kind of create one. Create one for them. Mm-hmm. After time being, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing where I'm like, oh, it's great or it totally sucks. But I just think like it's okay. Yeah. Like with almost just starting, I feel like okay, work work with that until you know he gets better and he wants to have like you know a change again. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also noticed how almost uh, his suit was huge. He looked sharp, though, for a guy his size in the suit. The doubt, yeah. you know, I was like, this dude looks. You know what I mean? You wonder how big that suit yeah. is. You know, he looked good. Yeah, just like just like the other day, I was um, on Instagram and I saw like The Rock, and he was in a suit. I'm like, this dude is so huge. Like, yeah. How? And I know you're in the suiting business. I'm just like, what? like, are these like custom made suits? Because I just. They just, I don't know, they just seem so huge. Yeah, yeah, they, it, it, but it, and yeah, for, for people to be so huge and it look so smooth, it, it was great. Yeah. Um, also, Dana Brooke in the back, she looks amazing, almost unrecognizable. If you look at her from several years ago yeah. to now. Last night, yeah, she did look a little bit different. I was like, all right, Dana, all right, do your thing. But hopping over to the Judgment Day, Damien yeah. Priest, that's why I said it, because Damien Priest has a deep ass voice. Uh, the dude yeah. sounds like he's got a frog, a toad, and a sock in his, in his throat. And he drunk some McDonald's Sprite as well. Um, he does. Deep voice. All, in, all the time when he was on that mic, I was like, he is trying to 
sell this. Mm-hmm. I like it though. <laughs> I like the intensity. I like how they all have their own voice. Um, I yeah. think when Rhea Ripley used the word simpleton, I was like, okay, that's a very old WWE. Like it sounds like an old white person would say something like simpleton. Yeah. Like it's but not yeah, a real you're word. Right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I do like how they all get a chance to speak on the mic mm-hmm. and it's not just, you know, edge talking. Mm-hmm. So I guess it just goes to show you that he is really trying to, I guess, you know, quote unquote, build up these superstars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're still looking for someone. He threw, he threw, he threw out a couple names. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm still just waiting to see how they'll all put this together when they do get someone, if they do get someone. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Definitely. I agree with you hundred percent. A couple other things that I saw, um, <laughs> Uh, I actually loved Edge's promo. He digged. He took a dig at John Cena, so yes, that might, <laughs> that might be something. He talked about how he had the. That's true. Work. Edge is known. Mm-hmm. Edge and Christian were are, are, are arguably one of the greatest tag teams of all time team. in mm-hmm. WWE history. So he did have to break through that 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 stench of being only a tag team specialist, tag team, yeah, and to be an individual champion, and arguably in the in the ruthless aggression era. To be a great, he was a really great champion, to be honest, um, yeah. a heel champion. And, the, and and for people who only viewed him as a tag, he was really able to change that narrative around. And he did break through the glass ce- ceiling, so to speak. So that was cool. Um, I did think that the mixed tag rules were interesting. They had to over explain it. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. me too. I was like, you don't have to say that. Yeah. Well, only a male and a female. And a male. Okay, we get it. Like, yeah. okay. Like, yeah, so once a female, you're automatic. I'm like, yeah, we know. We get it. Yes. Yes. And I also said, <laughs> I noticed Liv and Rhea's, their outfits. I said they could do a hot topic Hell in a Cell match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I also feel like that's why they, um, as tag team partners, they kind of fit. Mm-hmm. That look, yeah. But I'm like, this is like a hot topic commercial. Like, they should do that. Helen Sub, like, you know what? It's going to be a hot topic. We're going to have a lot of zippers and bells and whistles and skulls. And that's just how it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. And, and but then, mm-hmm, I mean, I, I do, though, for the match, in terms of the match, I do want to see Judgment Day actually have a match where, you know, Edge does not assist one of them yeah but it, but it's a, it's a heat thing they got to get heat so they're going to just because it kind of reset it kind of re-solidifies that like they're 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 heels so it's a psychology behind it but i agree with you're saying like a nice clean win without always edge interfering yeah because and i don't know if it's just because a lot of the matches that's how they're kind of playing out i'm just like okay can we just see a match one-on-one and we get a pinfall like the match is completed can we stop having interruptions where there's someone comes out or you know, someone ringside. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Wrestle, just wrestle. I agree 100%. It was, a, it, was a, it was a theme for today's Raw. Um, yes. Another thing that really annoyed me when they said pure bedlam, I was like, first of all, <laughs> what is this from 1925? Pure bedlam? Shh. Okay. And it was nice for Rhea to get the, the pen too for Judgment Day, but you said, you're right. Edge, I think Edge will keep doing that though. I think it's, it's just going to keep bidding the yeah. heat and then maybe... Excuse me. One day uh, they'll 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 it'll backfire on him and they'll be like, "Look, we want to win our own way. We, you know, maybe there's a story to be told down the line with them noticing it as well. Like they can't have their own voice, even though they have their own voice. Technically, they're still under control of Edge. Um, what did yeah. you What did you think about the King's Court, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Ash? Wait, one last thing though. That spear did hit kind of hard. Yeah, 
yeah. on yeah. AJ Styles. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. Just like, how much time you're gonna get a spear, bro? You need to win. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so for the King's Court, honestly, I was just like, this, this really didn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but Veer was featured in the King's Court. It really kind of just set up, you know, for the Mysterious to pretty much just come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did. They kind of attacked Veer a little bit. Um, they wanted him to come in the ring. He didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And it's just a build up of, you know, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I do want to see how they kind of play this out, I guess, because this is what they're giving us. So, yeah, like we talked about in a previous episode, hopefully repackaging is something they can, hopefully they can, in the stream of consciousness, flip this up. But I don't have much to say beyond what you just said. Alexa Bliss. And Nikki A.S.H., what do you think? Uh, so, I think it was a pretty decent match. Um, I kind of actually like how, for now at least, they're just giving Alexa Bliss matches, kind of just, you know, putting her out there to be like, hey, I'm back, you know, um, to potentially place her somewhere else. Um, I like the fact that Nikki A.S.H. Um, was accompanied by Dewdrop. Um, you know, as I said, potentially they could, you know, be tag team, like a good tag team. Cause you know, what's going on with that whole division, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of superstars that, you know, has the potential or they can be, or not they can be, but I feel like there's a lot of superstars that the women's tag division should not be as how it is right now yeah and uh, and the wwe again making us explaining about the sasha banks and naomi thing it's like get over it take the take the foot take take if they're they're butthurt bro like these are independent <laughs> contractors who don't even get health care these are independent contractors and it's been a, and, and as a person who's been watching wrestling for a long time you can't in one hand say they're superstars and they work for wwe in the other hand call them independent contractors you gotta you, you can't have you can't double dip that way independent yeah. contractors are totally different and then if they're independent contractors they should have the right to be able to walk out now could they have done it more professionally sure but i don't like the fact that they're continuing to try to bury these two young ladies um it's annoying yeah. it's very especially when other people have done worse yeah i really just want to know what really you know yeah. pissed them off for them to actually do this yeah well, and Brock uh-huh. threw a title. He literally threw the belt at Vince McMahon. So don't even, yeah. Yeah. And we've had Stone Cold walking out already too. Mm-hmm. So I'm just yep. like, what really happened? Had to be more than just, hopefully one day yeah. we'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah. You know, but then we go over to the Miz and Cody Rhodes. We thought, so I'm going to tell you what I thought. And then we'll get into the, how the match went. We're All thinking, right. oh, wow. The Miz and Cody Rhodes. That's a nice match to have on Raw. Two highly defined superstars at the top of the card. This should be mm-hmm. a solid full match with a nice finish. Miss Chrissy, I'm going to let you finish with your thoughts. All I'm saying is I watched this match like twice within a span of like two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because a couple weeks back on Raw, I'm pretty sure we had the same thing where Cody and The Miz was fighting in... Seth freaking Rollins came out again. Yep. So I was kind of disappointed in a sense because while watching the match, I felt like they were just wrestling 
for Seth to come out and that whole debacle <laughs> to happen. There oh, okay. were a few few moves um that were that was going on that I kind of caught on. I was like that looked a little bit like fake could have been smoother could have been smoother yeah it could have been smoother and i was like you two are vets what is happening like i can like no um but when seth came out i was like of course i knew this wasn't gonna you know i knew we weren't gonna get a pinfall like can we get a a, a pinfall for a (laughs) okay we get a good match and one (laughs) with a pinfall please and then Seth just took the belt from the kid and i was like what Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, no, it started smacking throws. I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope this Hell in a Cell match, or I hope their match at Hell in a Cell is good. It's a good payoff. Like, just get it yeah, done and I move like, on. I hope it's a really good match. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cody gave the, the belt back to the kid. I was like, oh, so mm-hmm. nice. But, you know, that's Cody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What'd you think? Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't like the non-finish. I think when you have two guys of this caliber, you're trying to build Cody up. Yes, true, it makes puts more heat on Seth. But at the end of the day, there's only so many false finishes or disqualifications we can have because as we go on later in the mat and in, in the show, there was another one. It was sometimes the wrestling. There's this repeat theme of they do the same exact thing doing the same show. Sometimes. You don't always have to have everyone doing a super kick. You don't have to have everyone doing over-the-top ropes. You don't have to have a DQ finish every other match. Mm-hmm. It's, it's played out. Spread it out sometimes. Spread it out. Yeah. Jesus. But then we had Ezekiel versus Chad Gable. Your thoughts? Again, again, I saw this last week. Ezekiel versus Chad Gable. Mm-hmm. Why are they fighting again? Mm-hmm. I mean, Ezekiel picked up the win. Otis and Owens was banned from ringside or before they even left the match was over because Ezekiel won by pinfall and now we have um Owens and Ezekiel um for Hell in a Cell well I'm not sure if that's confirmed Mm -hmm. but Owens is like I'm tired of this me and you one-on-one Hell in a Cell I'm like we should have had this a long time ago Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you going around in circles having other people fight him just you know Fight him one on one and let it be a good match. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Honestly, yeah, I'm gonna just skip that match. But um, I'm gonna hop over to <laughs> MVP and Bobby Lashley. We are MVP. I mean, if a, the dude is talented, the dude helps people in the game. He is a person who I so much respect in pro wrestling. <laughs> The dude just adds to every story that he's a part of. He is multi-talented, and I hope he has a job. If he wants to stay in pro wrestling, he has a job in any form of pro wrestling for the rest of his life. The dude is a brilliant mind in the pro wrestling world. This match versus Bobby Lashley, in the back of my mind, I'm like, MVP has dealing with a serious leg injury for a long time. He even had a cane. So I was excited to see MVP without the cane, unhampered, ready to go. But at the same time, I'm like, they're only going to let MVP do so much in this match. Yeah. And, I, thought, mm-hmm. I actually thought they were going to like reel on real fight for at least five minutes because mm-hmm. I feel like the last time I've seen him, um, Russell was actually with Lashley on impact like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay, give me at least five minutes of some good, you know, in ring work. Yeah. But you know, MVP and his tricks. I'm just like, oh my God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, 
Yeah, but sorry for cutting you off. No, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, and um, so I, I I think when Lashley ran him into the ring post, that looked crazy <laughs> as hell. Um, and also it it. it uh, it was interesting. So, you know, we, we didn't get the finish that we were expecting. Maybe that can be a pay-per-view. I'm assuming what's yeah. going to happen is it's going to be MVP and Umos, the Nigerian giant versus uh, it'll be, it, I'm assuming it'll be a, um, a handicap match. That's what I'm assuming uh, will happen in my opinion there. But yeah, um, I just couldn't stand the count out. That was so annoying. Um, yeah. That- yeah. yeah, that was kind of random. It deflated like, me a lot. Of all things. Exactly. And it was a, a corny one, too. Lot, but a lot of that was going on, too, because, you know, I think the last match we have to cover is the Becky versus Oscar match. <laughs> and <laughs> Becky was trying to get Oscar counted out mm-hmm. so many times. I was like, okay, this is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Um, I don't like the fact that Bianca had to be kicked, though. Yeah. Uh, why did, or punched or whatever? Why does Bianca have to take the bump? Right? Um, she just recovered yeah. from getting her eye blacked out. So why are we doing extra spots for her? <laughs> and then because I felt like there needed to be that obstacle. <sighs> so annoying. I didn't like it, but I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. But then Bianca also getting that pen. That the pen was kind of sloppy, to be honest. And it didn't even look like Oscar was de- like really knocked out, to be honest. So yeah. the the ending was not the True, best. The ending, yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. She, yeah, she kind of rolled in the ring, and I was like, "But you almost just kicked her." Um, she did one little move. You rolled in the ring. She pinned you. Yeah, it's, it makes yeah. it seem like you didn't I mean, have at enough the time. end, it looked like she was kind of selling it when she like jumped, kicked out. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, "All right, we already knew this was about to be a triple threat match." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, basically, we already Which knew that. We have no problem, or I have no problem with. Me neither. So all talented women. Yeah. So, but let's just give it up for you know the women main eventing Raw for like the last two two weeks. You yes. love to see it. You love to see it. Yes, I love to see it. Yeah. So overall, if we remove like half of the false finishes and countouts, I think this would be solid <laughs> raw. Um, but overall, it was good. It wasn't bad. It, honestly, it was watchable. And, and as an AEW so-called loyalist, um, it was watchable. It was watchable. And yeah. I'm OK with it. Maybe one day I'll watch SmackDown again. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, Chris, anything else? Any final notes that you want to leave before we finish up? Uh, in terms of raw, that's about it. In terms of just like WWE overall, I do have a couple things to say, but yep. I mean, I don't think I should say it. Okay. It's just my little thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to hold off then? Yeah, I'll hold off. <laughs> we'll do it off the air. But guys, yeah. um, where can they support you, Chrissy and your business? Yeah, well, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Chrissy's Lifestyle and my online store at Shop Chris Elon. I love it. Support black-owned business and support dope black-owned business like Chrissy. She's a great person. And if you met her in person, hopefully one day at a show, she is just super ball of fun and she's a great human being. So, guys, thanks for coming on Wrestling While Black. So we can feel